Welcome everybody to the very first episode of Local Fruit. I'm Pao, a Taurus Sun, Leo Moon, and Pisces Rising since 1998, the last good year. I'm a poet, screenwriter, and sociologist on multiple planets, and a bucket list bisexual with a pure heart. Hello, I'm Ash. I'm a 22-year-old visual artiste and curator, Rebel Scum, the only true verse, Ox Honey, and the pair dot to Paolo's Lapis. Welcome to our podcast. Um, and if you didn't notice, we actually wrote those bios for each other. <laughs> It's about to get you know what in here. <laughs> so Ash, earlier you asked me a question and I'm so excited to talk about it on um, the internet with you. What's the pettiest thing that you did this week? Damn, okay. Um... I <laughs> I will not put the toilet paper back on the thing if my siblings don't do it, but then I'm always the one running out my own clock, so I'll end up doing it at like two in the morning. But that that's like the only thing I can think of. I try to not be petty, but do you think I'm petty? I don't I don't think that you have the like energy to be petty. Like you just don't I don't think that you would give something that much energy if it wasn't you know relevant anymore you're right you're right like i i don't i don't care (laughs) enough enough. (laughs) yeah and see i on the other hand um (laughs) i feel like i go the extra mile just to i like i do the research on pettiness i'm like so let me just tell you what the pettiest thing i did this week so i was on instagram and i found out what like There's like you can block people on Instagram, but you can also just like restrict your stories and your account. And so I went through the trouble of finding out what the difference was, what exactly it would look like to like restrict somebody versus block them just to do neither in the end. Like I fully just didn't do it. Just holding your hand over the button waiting. (laughs) Yep, exactly. I just need I wanted to know I could. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, what is like our next question is what makes you excited to be alive this week? Um, so I've been watching a lot of Love Island this week. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's one of it's one of those weeks. But I was talking to um, someone about Watchmen in episode. I think it's episode eight. Um, whatever episode. Um, Regina King's and Yaya's character have the whole like love is a tragedy moment. Yes. Um that that episode I wish that I could have written it and in some part of my heart I believe that I can write something like it. So that is what's keeping me here for for a longer time. That's really really lovely. I also really enjoyed that episode and I remember thinking that I couldn't tell you what it's framework is i would assume that it's dialogue but i'd be really like interested in finding out what it was like where where do you start with that kind of story that fits inside of itself so neatly mm-hmm. yeah absolutely with time time travel stories or not even like time travel necessarily um but like the the multiverse um or non-linear time i'm always like how do you how do you figure figure this out um and and I, I want to learn how someday. What about you? What's been keeping you alive? Um, I think comfort. I think 
for the first time in my life, I'm actively resting to the point where other people can look at me and look at what I'm doing and they're like, they are at rest versus mm. like, oh, they're being like quietly productive or being like quietly busy. So mm. actively taking the time to like sleep, to nourish myself, it does mean that like I've fallen a little bit behind after the end of like a long passionate work cycle i guess you could say i think it's been in my stars that i've just had a lot to like financially manifest for myself recently so mm -hmm. i've just been putting pedal to the metal and i think that this week that's finally like not going to be sustainable <laughs> so i've been sleeping in a little bit more or napping a little bit more as i can help and taking baths on random days so for me it's just the idea that like I might be able to do that one day without feeling guilty or without feeling like I could be doing more either for my fellow people or myself even. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I mean, rest is productive, not, not in the capitalist sense of like, there is no output, but it's, it literally quite literally keeps you alive. The um, mantra of this space. <laughs> and I'm, I'm so, I'm happy that you've gotten that rest and, I'm thankful also that you encouraged me to rest because um, I've taken t the last two days off of work and I feel so much better than I did at the beginning of those two days. And that's on a great week this week. And I'm really <laughs> excited for you too. I think, you know, unfortunately, one of the best things that you and I have learned through the pandemic has been being more gentler and more compassionate with our bodies. And mm -hmm. I think that was a surprise because I thought we had considered ourselves pretty like sweet and tender with ourselves prior to it but we were yeah. not retrospectively <laughs> um you know we really weren't oh <laughs> <laughs> um, and i also think it's like it's one of the coolest things i find about me and you is that there doesn't have to be shame in being like no i i literally feel like a grandma like my bones hurt my body hurts i'm done i'm tired um yeah and that feels important and special to me yeah, I think especially, I mean, this could be a whole a whole episode. I think it should be on like rest and in the capacities of our bodies. But in I think with the pandemic, it's brought to kind of the forefront of my mind, like what my body can and cannot do um, in terms of rest, but also in terms of like being diabetic, in terms of like being a person who wears glasses, all these kind of very specific kind of accommodations that I need to make for myself. Um, in the past, I think I wasn't holding enough space for any any of those or asking anybody else to make space for any of those. Um, and it's just been lately trying to build that like infrastructure or whatever to to better care for my body. That makes me so happy for you because I know that existing as we are is not easy. And I think just to even hear the aim or the goal from each other is really uplifting and renewing to me every single time. Like I don't get tired of it. I'm like, yeah, I'm committed. Um, I also, I didn't realize it, but the questions are kind of connected because rest for me at this moment in time also does come out of a, a, a source of pettiness sometimes. Um, <laughs> I think that we have discussed time and time again that like I most likely have ADD or I most likely have some kind of neurodivergent thing going on where it makes it really hard for me to make conscious decisions and um, stick to routines no matter how much I like the routine my brain cannot physiologically handle it um, so mm -hmm. 
sometimes the best thing that I can do for myself in a in a petty fashion is to rest like out of spite for either like my mental illness or for like what the world demands of me and I I like I can't I can't perceive myself existing any other way (laughs) absolutely and it's also like I don't I don't even know if the word is pettiness but just for the sake of like lacking a, a better word like today when I called in for the second time I was like my job doesn't fucking love me my job does it, it does it, and it won't. Um, and so maybe it is pettiness, but also just being like, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it back exactly what it's gonna give me. Um and taking prioritizing rest was easier when I thought about it in those terms. Hell yeah. I'm really happy to be a part of a generation that understands that our jobs don't love us and yeah. Quit your fucking jobs. <laughs> Quit your jobs. Episode one. <laughs> we all deserve to be self-employed, truly. Um, oh my gosh. Well, I'm I'm so happy to be a part of a generation that not only believes in quitting your job, but also like treating yourself like a fucking queen. Like be a princess. Yeah. Who's gonna who else is gonna treat you like a princess but yourself? Um sure. so I've been trying to incorporate that, but at the same time, I can also hear myself putting a lot of unnecessary pressure on myself to be like at productive levels even beyond what i was doing prior to the pandemic or like in a completely different fashion so yeah that's bonkers yes truly bananas (laughs) that we all expect each other to like accumulate all these new skills and all these new methods and all these tools and all these coping like skills of survival that a lot of people walked into the pandemic with and then had to just start from scratch over again Hey y'all, so initially we recorded a land acknowledgement for the indigenous peoples of what has now been settled and appropriated as Kansas. I think we were both nervous and excited, but I'm personally not afraid to seek grace or share my grief about these kinds of histories, and I wanted us to be more explicit about what we believe in, which is wholeheartedly land back beyond acknowledgement. We are hesitant to begin in waters deep as these, but it's personal to us. To me, as someone who has little genealogical history and as a displaced person and as a brown person. I think as two people who reckon with the idea of home a lot and and reckon with our identities within this national landscape, I'm, I'm excited to have that conversation with you. We're going to be digging into that more in episode two. So, Ash, since this, this is our very first episode, I wanted to talk to you about why why we've decided to do a podcast, why we've decided to do it a year um, and some change into the pandemic. What what took us so long um, and and how did we get here now? So I just I want to kick it off by asking, um, what are you excited to get out of this? More structured time with you. I think everybody assumes that you and I are constantly with each other but that is actually um far from the truth like even though we live a couple blocks from each other we both have to do a lot of work to like maintain the integrity of our bubbles so yeah um making the time to like talk to you every week and i guess build with you as corny as it sounds but uh stack with me bro yeah like you and i have already, <laughs> you and i have already had so many jobs together where we've worked for other people 
or mm. where we have volunteered our own time. And I think it would be really cool to do something where we call the shots of what we're doing with our time. And yeah. there's just so many ways that I could see it growing and expanding. But I think mm-hmm. podcasts, podcasts in particular feel really like intimate and there's just something cool still about radio to me. I think also mm-hmm. uh, shout out to Nerd Dad, but being his kid and, and growing up with audio engineering, it's funny to see how much how much I think I know and how much I don't know and still how, how much I actually do know <laughs> like about making the logistics behind something like this happen. And I think it's important to me in general to share as much as I do know about like digital literacy. Mm-hmm. And practicing a podcast helps me do it in a way that is different than most of the kinds of work that I've done before. Yeah, no, that, that makes total sense. Can I, can I tell you why I'm excited to talk to you? Yes, me, me in particular. <laughs> yes, um, I'm, I'm just gonna gush for a second. You let me know if it's too much. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I love talking to you, Ash. Um. You because you're so smart, you're so good at cutting through bullshit, and you are so willing to ride. Like I, I when I was thinking about this question, um, in preparation for this this episode, I remembered um years ago being invited to go to St. Louis with someone that I was crushing on at, at that time, and we were at a restaurant, and I was in in the bathroom when I got the call from from that person, being like, "Hey, do you wanna?" come on this trip to St. Louis. And I think at some point, like you walked into the bathroom where I, I came out and I t- asked you and I was like, Hey, should I, should I do this? Like, should I go? And you're like, when do we leave? And I was like, when do we leave? And you're like, yeah, let's go. And I was like, okay, let's go. Um, so to me, <laughs> that trip was just one of the many kind of like fortunate um, experiences that we've had getting to to travel and share with each other um and it exemplifies to me something that we as a unit do so well which is we are so committed and like devoted to have a good fucking time like no matter who wants to complicate that for us i think when i when i think about the core of who we are as a duo as a couple (laughs) um, (laughs) is that we are so truly like devoted to having a good time um and that's, I mean, that's part of why I'm so excited to talk to you. I love you so much. Wow. Um, I, I wish I had like a really smart devotional answer to give you besides like my own impulsivity and your, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I wish I had something a lot more colorful about like the history of it all. But honestly, I'm just so glad that we've survived this long. <laughs> like knowing, yeah. knowing what I know now just about how how rich your individual history is and then like layered on top of that your cultural history layered on top of that like your appreciation for anybody else's history like no matter how many questions it takes i think that that <laughs> like what could be a better idea at this point besides writing a book you know and actually we already did that so we did so- <laughs> 
self-published authors. Yeah, so hopefully it's this, and then it's the animated children's show, and then it's our feature-length film, and then don't, it's... Don't give out all of... Don't give out all of our um, ideas. We gotta... But I'm saying, bro, like, why do we have to write it? Like, I'm I'm, I'm even beyond doing the work. <laughs> Literally, just <laughs> just cast me and make your fan film about me. Um, Absolutely. But, but tell me, but tell me why else, like, tell me when you when you when you dream about like what this could look like or what it could feel like mm-hmm. a, all those sensory things like what do you associate with working together in a creative space because we work together as just for for the people listening in as a part of our like longtime fam club members we've registered people <laughs> to vote we've done all kinds of like event coordination and yeah. programming and Absolutely. writing and everything we've probably yeah. been there um <laughs> so we like we we again we wrote a book together we did the whole college board thing together we protested racist classes together like we we threw really good parties together so i i think part of what feels different about this for me is i i'm i'm gonna answer in terms of like a broader audience but I want to first bring it back to us. Um, I think because we are Tauruses um, or maybe because we're transplants or just like good old fashioned trust issues. Nice. Um, we've, we've learned to be careful with who gets access to us. Um, and this, this podcast feels like a really big invitation for a wider public to know us and to share with us. And I'm I'm excited that the fr- that like our friendship is at the base of that conversation, um, because love should happen out loud, you know. And also selfishly, like I don't I don't know that many people who think I'm like hella funny, <laughs> like or at least that's my impression. Like when I think of the people who laugh at my jokes, it's like five or six people, and you are one of the you are one of them who like laughs really earnestly and loudly. So this is gonna be kind of an ego ego trip for me for sure um well i think it's a really big exercise in confidence in general like you were saying like we're so used to having to do so much so much protection work over each other that being like making this decision to be this vulnerable with each other and also to be this vulnerable with public people is Mm -hmm. something that it's something that i couldn't even even imagine a year ago because not because I was afraid of growth, but just because I felt hurt. Like, I just felt mad, hurt yeah. all the time. <laughs> and yeah. at this point, I don't know if the hurt is just sur- surmounting to such an Im- an impossible point that, like, I have nothing else to do but say, well, fuck it. Like, if I'm just going to hurt all the time, I might as well be happy while I'm hurting. So I feel, yeah. I feel more open to folks. It doesn't feel out of a completely voluntary place, but I'm learning to to be okay with being excited and to be okay with really harnessing my joy because I know that that's what like racists and colonizers don't want. It's specifically what they don't want. Absolutely. And I I think another thing that I'm really like struck by Ash and in knowing you is your imagination. Like I I think since about 2013, that's where I'm, I'm gonna date us. Um, you've been one of my very favorite people to bounce ideas off of because you believe in the like extremity of my dreams of your own and of other people's. 
um even even when i can't believe in them um and i i love and trust you so wholly that i i'm always going to believe your intentions are good and pure and it's it's nice to get to be on the other like part of that on the receiving end of that um and it it always expands what i feel like is possible um in terms of like art and friendship and in care and community um so there's a very a very like sensitive sometimes callous like um gentle version of myself that not a lot of people you know have the fortune of meeting but but you you do and because you've shown me so much love and care to that part of me like i'm i'm so excited to be able to like share that part of me with other people now um and it's it's really largely possible because because of your imagination because of your love um and protection and and care wow holy shit um wow um <laughs> to to wrap up our vows um no well i'm excited I just, I, yes i know i i well okay everything you have to say helps me with my self perception so much to the point where after we stop talking i kind of like lose um <laughs> where where i am and who i am and so trying trying my best to like to love in a way that is accessible to both you and I has taught me a lot about the those limits that you're talking about like what feels impossible and what doesn't feel impossible and I don't think that if you and I hadn't like done all the work that this relationship requires of us I don't yeah. think we would have gotten to this point, but I think we're also not giving enough credit to like the things to, to like the trauma and the things that we had to take a lot of time to like work through and process. And I'm also curious to see how, how those things are going to unfold on here because yes, there is all this love and all this sweetness, but I want to make sure that people understand that it comes from a place of deliberation like it's not like you and yeah. I just woke up one day in 2012 and we're like we're gonna be best friends forever. Like, it, absolutely <laughs> not. You did not want to be my that, friend. This is not true. You asked me to get in my chair. <laughs> um, and then she took me on my first date, y'all. And I, I stand by that, and I will stand by that. Um, because my parents yeah. did not bring us home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I am interested also in telling about more of those memories. Because while we may have told everyone about the same 10, I think that they're really funny. I don't know how <laughs> names are going to be redacted or changed, but if we figure out the way, I will be most impressed with ourselves. And I also want to see like what this does for our like fantastical versions of ourselves. Like, What is this going to help mm -hmm. us fantasize or imagine about our futures? Because this is already something that I don't think I would have saw us doing in January, which is like really surprising and interesting to me. Actually, I don't know because we are impulsive, but I think it's really funny that it's not, it's not that deep. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious, Ash, what are, what are the, some of the things that you want to talk to talk about? So we, we have this foundation of love and trust that like you um, mentioned comes, has come from a lot of work and communication and some like heartache and, and strife and learning to like parse through the muddiness. What are, what are the like frontiers 
that we still have to explore? Um, I think now that you're not in school with me, it's been interesting to learn how you and I are going to manage our time as it gets more and more divided and how much work you and I are going to do to unite the time and unite the work so that it's the kind of work that you and I envision doing with like integrity and and like justice ideals and all that yeah so like that's what I think about the most right now just about like the future logistically Mm -hmm. and where we want to go and how we want to do things and who we want to do it with I also think about like I think about the questions that we ask other people that they have a little bit of trouble answering um I think you and I have an uh fairly annoying tendency but also like completely in earnest and and just out of a place of like curiosity curiosity. yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) of asking other people like what's on your heart like what does your inner child feel and some people look at us like we're crazy and other people are like damn you know what it's been a long time since somebody like genuinely asked me something like that yeah and i don't want people to like misconstrue that we're just like obsessed with the future i just want people to understand that if we don't take down like these these stories, these orations, these poems, these movies, these this music, like all this content, if we don't take it down and if we don't have something to say about it, mm-hmm. things are just going to continue the way that they have been. Like nothing is going to change. So I like talking about, like you said, like I like just flexing our imagination muscles on everybody else because I also like wholeheartedly believe that everybody else has the same amount of imagination. Yeah. I I think so too. I think um for some people it's just like it's shoes that dancing shoes that they need to like dust off and once they get to it it'll it'll feel like they never stopped. Um but I I also think it can be really scary even even in us like starting this podcast. We we had our we have our like anxieties and maybe like stage um stage what's the word stage fear? No stage fright stage fright yes um i i think imagination is really hard because it requires like you to be kind of like a, an active agent in the creation of your own life and your own future but i'm i'm excited for the possibility that this podcast could be an invitation to people to do that within their own lives and then to sort of lead by example in doing that with you Precisely. And I also think that you have this, you have this understanding of pragmatism and like numbers and just like making things real that I sometimes struggle with. And I want to say like mentally, like neurologically, like I just can't, I can't do it. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't organize things in the same way. Yeah. Um, and watching you be able to like boil steps down and be like, this is possible for this person. And this is possible for that person. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to see like, what the things that we have to talk about bring out of other people in terms of like their memories or their imaginations or their hearts or the things that they want to try yeah i i think with that um it might be kind of early to leave people with homework but if if we could um lovely audience ask you to take a second to just think about it or if you want to journal it down and share it with us on instagram think about like what what is the importance of imagination that's the question just sit with it and let us know how you feel
Oh my gosh. Okay, I think that brings us into our like um, next segment. Or I might have already asked you this question, and because there are so many connections, we might have like skipped right over it. But mm-hmm. where do you see like where do you see our influences converging? Because I see the conversation like. I don't think that neither of you, ni- neither of us really anticipated it being about the importance of imagination, but I think about all of our other work that we consider really important. Mm-hmm. So like um, the argument for Toni Morrison's playing in the dark being, you know, a seminal text on racism more so than anything that Herman Melville could any- ever write or anybody else for that matter. I don't know, man. Like <laughs> I have so many things I want to talk about with you that I, that I forget that other people just weren't around for. So whenever I'm with you, I just assume like, no, they've been watching the whole time. Um, yeah, the the Truman <laughs> Show of our lives. Yes. <laughs> um. So I want I want you to tell me about like more tangible things that you want us to talk about. Like, what yeah. is what's the meat? I think I think some topics that I would love to get into are persona like um digital persona because i'm i'm fascinated and also terrified by it i would love to talk movies with you because you constantly put me onto some fire i would love to talk about our parents um parents in general i would love to have our icons legends um i would love to have our siblings on at some point i would love to hear you tell me stories that I don't remember and I just like I remember at some point throughout your your retelling of it. Um what what about you? What do you want to talk about this season? I want to talk about fashion cuz I feel like you and I don't make nearly as much space for that as we should. Like it's it, it informs everything, which is really weird, but we never are like we're going to sit down and talk about it. Um yeah. <laughs> um I want to talk about our saving graces and our indulgences mm-hmm. like right now low-key stationery is keeping me alive i got some iridescent washi tape but i'm like wow this is like <laughs> put this in my veins um so i want to know like besides insulin like literally what's keeping you alive <laughs> um and like what are what are the other little things you know because mm-hmm. i i think that helps other people just like take details you know yeah, smelling the, roses. The, the, the little graces mm-hmm. yes and i think you and i do details very well yes. i want to talk about artwork mm-hmm. from all kinds all places i think we talked about the potential and the possibility of highlighting all kinds of like local efforts uh the only thing about that is like considering safety but i i like i like to retain hope yeah (laughs) i want to i want to believe that the community got us um yeah and i'm i'm excited to move to a point beyond the pain of displacement to the point where you and i can talk about what it means to be comfortable rebuilding nests everywhere you go yeah yeah i think i think some other things that i would love to to do later on with the pod and with our audience as it as it hopefully continues to grow is I would love to do like an art raffle because so many of our our beloveds are are artists and I didn't really realize that until kind of the the panoramic um so I would love to do some kind of like art exchange between all of us to take this sort of digital space into a tangible um sharing of space I would love to continue having like journal um 
journal questions or posing questions throughout the pod. I want to talk about killing Eve in death and with a rake. Um, Pan sizzle. <laughs> and I... I want to talk our shit, man. Like every, I know, I know that we have to move beyond the like bitterness, but I also, everybody that owes us, um, we got lists. Just kidding. I don't care enough, but I should, I really should. I don't, and one I day don't know. I think we'll have the energy to like one day. I think I'm just going to be like a really petty 72 year old and I'm going to be happy <laughs> about it. I'm going to be like, I earned it. <laughs> red fingernails long cigarettes like <laughs> <laughs> a beret <laughs> um don't smoke fellas um <laughs> uh, but i i don't know there's so many things that i'm excited to to talk about with you and this is what just, do you just see? the beginning yeah it's it's the beginning of of so many things and i want you to like i mean we're asking other people to like really imagine it, and i want you to imagine to the stars right now like what could the podcast be no budget no limits, no rules, no CEOs. <laughs> I think I think in the wildest, like, this isn't going to make sense, but it's just what came to my mind now. For some reason, I was like, I want goats and I want cows. <laughs> so maybe out of this, like, I hope to get land and a place to, like, kick it with my people in the safety of, like, a curated space. Um, but even broader than that, I guess... I dream of a world where that kind of commune isn't necessary. I don't know how the podcast gets us there, but that's not what you're asking me for. You're not asking well, me for no, the Well, no, I think it does. No, no, no. It matters. It matters. It matters. It matters. Because, because, like, what's the point of doing anything if it doesn't contribute to, like, the bigger picture of freeing everybody? Yeah. Like, what's the point of us doing the podcast if we don't think if it contributes to liberation or not? Yeah. And Absolutely. for who? And I didn't expect you to be like, well... I want a Lamborghini and I want three houses and three cities. Like that's not, that's not, I think what anybody expects you to answer, but I also don't think that you would be completely wrong if you were to say it. Like, <laughs> I can't drive. I don't need a Lamborghini. Uh... <laughs> and so that's the point that I'm trying to make. Like I, I just, what's a world look like where you're happy, safe, comfortable, secure. Yeah. I think com- like, that's I a can't... beautiful question, Ash. <laughs> sorry no you're okay because i i literally can't stop talking about it because i think that's one of the the funnest parts of being in a friendship with you is that it never gets annoying to literally be like let's just let's just fucking board she's mad like about yeah like about what could be and even if it's not what is to be we can still celebrate the idea of it anyway yeah yeah no that that makes total sense to me i think honestly i'm i'm a little like disheartened that it's not so easy for me to like dream up of a world but I'm gonna try to start simple and we can build up so I I think I would love to live in a world where I can get my nails done regularly and ethically and I always feel cute and plopping um I would love to live in a world where I can still like work with cows even though my nails are done um I would love to see the beach again um i would love to have more time to read all of my beautiful books that adorn adorn my bedroom um i would love to get to dance into my sister's adulthood with them i i look forward to 
so many more years of friendship with you. Um, I want to write a a book. I want to write a book, probably a novel. Who knows? And I want to own a theater. We hope to also have liner notes or, you know, those things that you used to find in like physical copies or um, just like those little bootleg CDs that used to get around the grocery store. And we want to put some things that you can find that we either talked about or that might be related to the things that we talked about because we are multimedia bitches up in here. Um, <laughs> and we think it's really important that y'all read. So <laughs> um, feel free to explore the art and the other kinds of content that we share down there. That's a wrap on our very first episode of Local Fruit. Check us out on Instagram at localfruit.pod and check back on Saturday for new drops. You can find Ash at apunk, that's A-Y-Y.punk, and me at Base on the Floor on Instagram. The music this week is Forever by No Name featuring Reverend Lene and Joseph Chilliam. And we want to give a special thanks to our sound engineer, Jesus Herrera. Thank you guys all so much for listening, and we look forward to a season of greatness. Talk to you later.